If you're loving the Bible Brief, will you take just a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? We're having hundreds of people every week try out the show, and we want you to help even more discover the Bible Brief. Potential listeners depend upon your reviews to learn why they should listen. So will you do us a favor? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Join the cause to help the world learn the life-changing story and message of the Bible. The people are fearful as spies go into Canaan and find a beautiful, fruitful land, but also find strong opposition and fortified cities. On The Bible Brief. Did you know that The Bible Brief is a listener-supported show? Consider becoming a monthly supporter at the link in the show notes. The people are at the southern border of the land of Canaan, encamped at a place called Kadesh. They haven't come to Kadesh without additional trouble after the incident of the craving in the quail. The leadership of Moses has continued to be questioned. And this time, it wasn't just some random group within the camp who was doubting the authority of Moses. This time it was his own sister. On the way to Kadesh, Miriam, the sister who had assisted Moses when he was just a baby in his little basket ark among the reeds of the Nile, well, she rebels against the authority of her own brother. Perhaps it was after seeing the 70 men prophesy after God's spirit came upon them, or perhaps it was for another reason. But in any case, Miriam questions the singularity of Moses' leadership. She's seen other people speak God's words by his spirit, and she seems to think that because others have prophesied, that Moses has been demoted to something less than the de facto leader of the nation of Israel. However, in a quick course of action, God rebukes her rebellion by giving her a leprous skin disease and causing her to be banished from the camp for a full week. It's only Moses' prayers on her behalf that restores her, as God even uses this rebellion of his sister to confirm the leadership of Moses. But this rebellion of Miriam is only a precursor to a greater rebellion. A rebellion against God and against God's purposes. Here at Kadesh, we're going to see a rejection that shames the people for a generation. This great failure, this great unbelief, begins here at the border of the promised land of Canaan. We read this in Numbers chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the people of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man every one a chief among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, from Kadesh, according to the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the people of Israel. Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said to them, Go up into the Negeb, and go up into the hill country, and see what the land is, and whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, and whether the land that they dwell in is good or bad and whether the cities that they dwell in are camps or strongholds, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are trees in it or not. Be of good courage, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So God had told Moses to send leaders from each of the twelve tribes of Israel to spy out the land of Canaan, 
a land that God has described to Moses as a land flowing with milk and honey, evoking the abundance of the good agricultural and productive capability of the land. Moses sends these men in and asks them to assess the land, assess the strength of the Canaanites living in the land, and to bring back some of the produce of the land. A simple mission that will take 40 days for these spies. While they're in the land, they go to the far north of the land and come back south, having seen the cities and the people and the land itself. And as if to demonstrate the amazing fruitfulness of the land, they bring back a single cluster of grapes that requires two men to carry it on a pole between them. As readers, we get the sense that the land is better than they may have even imagined it. But there is a catch. The people in the land are going to present a problem. At the end of the forty days, they returned from spying out the land. And they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told them, We came to the land to which you sent us. It flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And besides, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the Negeb. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the hill country, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the Jordan River. Note here the positives and negatives. Positives. The land indeed flows with milk and honey, and they have this huge grape cluster as proof of its fruitfulness. Negatives. Strong people, fortified cities, and groups of people who won't take kindly to the Israelites claiming inheritance of their land. How would you react to these positives and negatives? Maybe you'd say, well, by numbers, there are more negatives than positives, so maybe we shouldn't go in there. Or perhaps in a better moment, you'd say, if there are more grapes like these, let's go. It's time to take the land that we've been promised ever since Abraham. With positives and negatives like these, you can imagine the people beginning to waver and tremble before the prospect of entering Canaan. They'd gone from Egyptian slavery to wilderness wandering, and now to the prospect of driving out the inhabitants of the land. But they weren't without hope. Two of the twelve spies encouraged the people in a great act of faith. The first of the two is a man named Caleb from the tribe of Judah. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once to occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. Then the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. So they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw in it are of great height. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak who come from the Nephilim, and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. Note here that as soon as Caleb speaks up and encourages the people, he's immediately rebuffed by ten of the other spies. They begin speaking in this exaggerated fashion, saying that the land eats up the people in it, and that the people are giants. They inspire fear and dread, where Caleb had tried to inspire hope and courage. The ten spies begin to win over the crowd. Then all the congregation raised a loud cry, and the people wept that night. And all the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. 
the whole congregation said to them, Would that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would that we had died in this wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land, to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to one another, Let us choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all of the assembly of the congregation of the people of Israel. And Joshua and Caleb, who were two among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, The land which we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Then all the congregation said to stone them with stones. But the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. The people's rejection of God's plan for them is reaching a fever pitch. First, they grumble against Moses. Then they moan about not being in Egypt. Soon they reject the leadership of Moses and say that they are going to go back to Egypt with their own ruler. And finally, after more hopeful words from Joshua and Caleb, they get stones to kill these leaders of the nation. The rebellion of the nation since they left Egypt is almost wrapped in this single event. They complain again, they express wishes to be in Egypt again, they reject Moses again, and they try to remove him from leadership again. But worst of all, they reject God again. While Joshua and Caleb are speaking of their faith and confidence in the Lord to remove the nations from the land before Israel, the people show their unbelief as they take stones from the ground to stone these faithful men who had just spied out the land. This is a low point for the nation that God had miraculously saved from their slavery. And this low point is about to get lower, as God suddenly shows His glory at the tabernacle tent in front of the whole crowd. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people despise me? And how long will they not believe in me, in spite of all the signs that I have done among them? I will strike them with pestilence, and disinherit them, and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. But Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear of it, for you brought up this people in your might from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, O Lord, are in the midst of this people. For you, O Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands over them, and you go before them, in the pillar of cloud by day, and a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill this people as one man, then the nations who have heard of your fame will say, It's because the Lord was not able to bring the people into the land that he swore to give them, that he has killed them in the wilderness. And now please, let the power of the Lord be great as you have promised, saying, The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children." to the third and fourth generation. Please pardon the iniquity of this people, according to the greatness of your steadfast love, just as you have forgiven this people, from Egypt until now. God again has expressed His extreme displeasure at the lack of faith among this nation that He has saved, and He again offers to make a nation out of Moses. But Moses again intercedes for the people and appeals to God's fame and God's character. He wants God to show His mercy again, just as He had expressed it after the incident with the golden calf. 
Moses wants God to show the nations that he indeed is powerful to take his people and to bring them into the land. Despite a brush with death in the moments before this, as the people took up stones against Moses and the others, he still yet prays to God on behalf of the people who despise him and despise God. And God responds to Moses' plea. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. But truly, as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the men who have seen my glory and my signs that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and yet have put me to the test these ten times, and have not obeyed my voice, shall see the land that I swore to give to their fathers. And none of those who despise me shall see it. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, How long shall this wicked congregation grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the people of Israel, which they grumble against me. Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord, what you have said in my hearing I will do. Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. And of all your number, listed in the census from twenty years old and upward, who have grumbled against me, not one shall come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except Caleb and Joshua. But your little ones, who you said would become a prey, I will bring in, and they shall know the land that you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness, and your children shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and shall suffer for your faithlessness, until the last of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness. According to the number of days in which you spied out the land, forty days, a year for each day, you shall bear your iniquity forty years, and you shall know my displeasure. I, the Lord, have spoken. Surely this will I do to all this wicked congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall come to a full end, and there they shall die. And the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation grumble against him by bringing up a bad report about the land, died by plague before the Lord. Of those men who went to spy out the land, only Joshua and Caleb remained alive. This judgment of God is perhaps the most severe one of all for this people wandering in the wilderness. They had their chance for faith in God. They had their chance to listen to Joshua and Caleb and their faith in God's power to conquer the land for them. They had their chance, but no more. Rejecting God time and time again in the wilderness has only culminated in this great rejection at Kadesh. And for all this, they would have 40 years in the wilderness. Join us next time as we see land that actually does eat up its inhabitants, as some priests among the tribe of Levi hurl accusations at Moses and Aaron. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2023